Welcome to the Acupuncture Marketing School podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Grassick, and I'm here to help you get visible in your community, take marketing action with confidence, and get more patience in your practice and more money in your pocket every week. We both know you're a talented, passionate acupuncturist and that acupuncture has the power to change lives. So let's dive right into this episode and talk about how you can reach more patients. Hello there, welcome back. Today I want to talk about three tips for making your email marketing more effective. Last week, my year of email marketing templates for acupuncturists went on sale, and as a result, I got lots of great questions, not just about the sale, but about email marketing in general. So today I want to talk about a few things that hold us back from email marketing and all of the reasons why we really should lean into email marketing as acupuncturists and as small business owners in general. So I'll link to the email templates in the show notes if you'd like to see them. It's a collection of 26 pre-written emails that I send to my patients. I always recommend sending two emails a month. So this is more than enough email templates to take care of a year of email marketing for you. And I want to talk about this a little bit because I know that the idea of two emails a month can be a little intimidating, not just writing that much content, but also the fear that you'll be annoying your audience by sending two emails a month. Um, so why do I recommend this and why is it not too much? Think about your favorite clothing store that you are subscribed to their email list. When they're having a sale, they'll email you three, four times a day, right? We are not doing that. We're talking about sending just two emails a month, which in comparison to the volume of other emails that your subscribers are getting is almost nothing. I find that the traditional uh, monthly newsletter, like sending an email once a month, is really not enough for people to remember their good intention to make an appointment with you. And so ideally, what happens when your email lands in the inbox of someone who's in your target market? They open it up and read through it. They understand how acupuncture can help them. And they respond to your call to action to click to make an appointment or to call you to make an appointment. That's ideal, right? But what often happens is, and we know this is true because I'm sure we all do this with the emails that we receive. I know that I do on a regular basis. We read an email. We say, yes, I want this. I'm going to make an appointment or I'm going to buy this thing. But then we get distracted by the 30 million other things that are going on on the internet or that come across our desktop. And we end up, you know, watching videos of golden retrievers on YouTube for 25 minutes. And we totally forget our intention to make that appointment or do whatever it else, whatever else it was. And then what happens for a lot of acupuncturists is you don't email them again for a month or maybe even three or four months. That is a long time. In one month, that's plenty of time for your subscribers to forget that they meant to make an appointment, okay? Especially without any reminders. We know that people are getting a lot of emails. If you're only sending one email a month or even less often than that, there's a really good chance that your email will simply be drowned out in the noise. So I find that sending two emails a month is a nice sweet spot 
for us as practitioners in terms of content creation and actually being consistent with our email newsletter and for our subscribers, two emails a month is, you could think of it as a very polite number of emails to send compared to the barrage of emails they're getting from other companies. Okay, But if you're consistent, it's also just often enough to remind people, oh, right, I did want to make an appointment and then actually do it. And I understand if your next question is, what am I supposed to, t- to talk about or write about twice a month? Or... When am I supposed to have time for writing that much content? And these are essentially the two reasons that most people aren't consistent with their email marketing. But that consistency is so essential to stay top of mind. And we're going to talk about that more in depth in just a little bit. But I understand this perspective. I genuinely do. That's why I decided to share my email templates with you to remove both of those pretty common barriers to email marketing, okay? And today is not necessarily meant to be a sales pitch for those templates, so I'll finish talking up about them in a second and move on, right, to how to make your email marketing more effective, whether or not you're interested in them. But the way the templates work is really simple. You just copy and paste the email text into a new email inside your provider, like Constant Contact, for example, and then you tweak them to match your clinic and you send them to your patients. Okay, so it's removing that barrier of having to write them yourself from scratch. You can hit send immediately or you can auto schedule them to publish in the future for the entire year. Okay, so just making things as easy as possible for you. I'll put the link to those in the show notes if you want to take a look. So let's talk about these three tips for making your email marketing easier and more effective. How can you get efficient at it and do less work for a better outcome? For more patients, of course, right? And why should you bother with email marketing? Let's talk about this really quickly. Email marketing is crazy effective and cost-effective. Research shows that for every dollar you spend on email marketing, the average return on your investment is $38. That's a 3,800% return on your investment, which is wild. Let's compare this to social media from the same study. For every dollar you spend on social media, research shows the return is an average of $1.28. And that's not bad, right? That is a positive return, but it's 128% return on your investment versus 3,800%, okay? So clearly, email marketing is very effective. It's a phenomenal way to get in front of your audience. It's a great way to get in marketing touch points that is also low pressure for us as the marketers. So I don't know about you, but most of my marketing students and my one-on-one clients feel at least like some degree of stress or pressure about the idea of doing video, for example, on Instagram, but they like writing. So writing emails to your patients is a wonderful way to remind them that you exist that isn't as stressful or high pressure as showing up on video on social media. And we can really lean into this. Okay, so let's dive into these three tips that I have for you to make your email marketing more effective. One is keep your emails very simple. Two, send these simple emails regularly. And three, repurpose content to make writing the emails much less work, okay? To make it manageable to actually send them twice a month, okay? So let's start with keeping your emails simple. The big message here is that you 
you only need one message to share in order to send your email newsletter. A lot of us, when we think about email newsletters, we think about the kind of newsletter that is a collection of three or four related articles. You probably know what I'm talking about. You're probably familiar with this style of email newsletter. Each section introduces, for example, a new blog post or an article, uh, maybe a recipe, but there's often a theme that unites all the articles, although there doesn't have to be. And there's nothing wrong with this format. It works just fine. It's the, the issue for a lot of people is that it's a lot of work. And I know that many acupuncturists feel intimidated by having to regularly write up a complex multi-part email newsletter like this. And it prevents them from sending any emails because they feel like, I just don't know if I can be consistent with my newsletter if I have to keep writing something so long that takes so much time and effort every month. And so they send nothing. This is super common. And I agree. I also feel this way, which is why I stopped writing this kind of newsletter a long time ago. Like most of us, I just could not keep up. And luckily, the truth is that while there's nothing wrong with this format, it's also just not necessary. It makes things complicated or kind of labor intensive. You only need one message, one piece of information to share with your audience to have a reason to send the email. And the big thing here is, you know, if you take nothing else away from this episode, I just want to remove the blocks that are keeping you from sending your emails, right? I just want you to send the email. They don't have to be fancy. We don't have to overthink it. At the start of my practice, almost 12 years ago at this point, I had a marketing mentor, Deb. I've talked about her before. We, she's magical. We are still in touch. I love her. We did a trade um, for her marketing expertise. She was helping me and for cosmetic acupuncture. And we did that consistently every week for three years. Okay, pretty much <laughs> my love of marketing uh, and most of what I know started with Deb. So thank you, Deb, as always. Uh, there, but there was this one time where I was really dragging my feet and I hadn't sent my email newsletter in a couple of months. I was feeling bad about it and we were discussing about it. And she gave me a little kick in the pants that I needed by reminding me that email only works if you send it. It's better to hit send on a short, sweet, <laughs> simple email that is imperfect or just basic than to never send anything, okay? So I know that's, it's kind of like a little bit of tough love. Email only works if you send it, but it's so true, important to keep in mind. So what do I mean by um, just having one message or one piece of information to share with your subscribers? So here's some examples that could be the entire content of your email. You could share a recent research article that you found on acupuncture for a specific condition. Introduce the article, summarize it in layman's terms in just a couple of sentences, uh, describe the symptoms the patient is feeling and how this is impacting or limiting their life. For example, you know, if you're talking about research for acupuncture and chronic knee pain and how well it works, you could put a few bullet points in there that say, you know, if your chronic knee pain is interfering with your 
uh, ability to kneel down in your garden and do work outside or to kneel down and pick up your grandkids or to go up and down the stairs, okay? So just sort of connecting the symptom with the impact it's having on the patient's life and then include a call to action telling them to make an appointment, okay? So that would be a short and simple email where, you know, the the main point is just to say, I found some research showing that acupuncture is effective for chronic knee pain. Here it is. Here's my call to action. You could also answer a frequently asked question such as, how many treatments do I need for XYZ, for fertility or cosmetic acupuncture or elbow pain, whatever it is. Make sure you connect the symptom to how you can to what the person's experiencing in their life and then the fact that you can help them and include your call to action. You could share a blog post that you wrote, whether you wrote it recently or a long time ago, it doesn't matter. Summarize the blog post briefly in your email and include a link so people can read more in depth if they'd like. Connect the content of the blog post to acupuncture and how you can help them and then include your call to action, okay? And then uh, lastly, a, a really great idea that's super simple is you could send an email introducing a new staff member or announcing an event that's coming up, a class you're going to teach, etc. So you can see that each of these emails has the potential to be pretty brief, right? In- introducing just one topic making that connection between the topic, the patient's experience, and how acupuncture can help them, and then a call to action. It might only be two paragraphs, you know, maybe three short paragraphs, but this is totally sufficient. In fact, I would argue that the benefit of only including one topic per email is that usually means you only have one major call to action. For example, Uh, A call to action could be, if you're ready to try acupuncture for your chronic knee pain, click here to schedule. And that way the patient doesn't get distracted by multiple articles, each with its own call to action, like click here to read this, click here to learn more, click here to make an appointment, right? All of that is potentially distracting. And in digital marketing, it's often a good idea to stick with one strong call to action, not asking someone to do multiple different things and make a choice between what feels most important to them in the moment. Because we just talked about this earlier, we know how easy it is for people to fall down the internet rabbit hole and forget their intention. And the next tip is to send these simple emails regularly. And we talked about this a little bit already. My recommendation is at least twice a month. Every email is a touch point, a reminder. You need to email your subscribers often enough to stay top of mind so they don't forget about you. And the most common question that comes up when we talk about this after what do I write about twice a month is I'm worried I'm annoying my subscribers every time I send an email and feeling anxious about sending emails more often. Think of it this way. First of all, people signed up to your email list for a reason. It's because they're interested in what you have to teach them and they want to hear from you. And also, People are already bombarded by so many emails every day in comparison to that clothing brand that emails you nine times a week. Two emails a month is polite. It is gentle. It's non-invasive. And remember, you're just popping into their inbox to remind them that A, acupuncture can help them, and B, your practice exists in their community. 
Okay, but for max, maximum, sorry guys, for maximum effectiveness, you've got to keep popping into their inbox regularly. You've got to send your emails with some kind of consistency so you stay top of mind. Don't give up. You are not annoying people. This is also the kind of thing that, like a, a lot of marketing, picks up speed and effectiveness the longer you do it, the more consistent you are. The more people get used to seeing you in their inbox and learning from you, getting to know you by the way that you write, the way that you teach and share information, that's very trust building. It's only going to become more effective with consistency. And something else I have to add is that every time you send an email, you are going to have people unsubscribe. This is a totally normal part of email marketing. So just expect it in advance and don't take it personally. Every professional digital marketer out there knows that whenever you send an email, some people are going to choose to leave the list. And this isn't a bad thing because that probably means they weren't going to become your patients anyway. If they don't stick around when you send an email, they're not your people. And you don't want to pay extra money for this huge subscriber list filled with people who are not really interested in making an appointment. Unsubscribing is a form of self-selecting out of something, if that makes sense. You send emails that help people realize if acupuncture is a good fit for them and if you're a good fit to be their acupuncturist and if they decide that's not the case or they, they simply aren't ready yet, the timing's not right, then they unsubscribe. Let them go. It's totally normal and okay. Who knows? They might come back when they're ready. You'd be surprised. But please don't let unsubscribers deter you from sending emails. And maybe you're not worried about annoying people by sending more emails. Maybe you are concerned with what to talk about in your emails twice a month. Like, where are you coming up with this content? So let's talk about repurposing content to make your email marketing much easier and less work. Repurposing content is when you take something that you wrote or created for one digital platform and you pretty much copy and paste it, make some minor tweaks so that it makes sense for a different platform. For example, let's say you wrote an Instagram post about how many treatments you need for fertility and why. You would copy the caption from your Instagram post and paste it into your email provider and make a few tweaks so that it makes sense as an email. So in this case, you would change your call to action and get rid of your hashtags. Instead of saying, click the link in my bio, which is probably the most common call to action on Instagram, you could simply say, click here or click the button below to schedule now for your emails. Repurposing is also great because we know repetition is important in marketing to make it effective that it's okay for the same people to see the same message across multiple platforms. It's actually reinforcing. It's trust building because your message is consistent. You're saying the same thing everywhere that you're visible online because it's true, right? And it is information that people need in order to make a decision about their healthcare. Now, you can repurpose content in any direction. What I mean by this is you can write emails and then repurpose them as, for example, blog posts or social media posts, 
Or you can take a look at the blog posts and social media posts that you've already written and repurpose them into emails. If you're asking yourself, what the heck am I supposed to write about? Two emails per month. This is where I recommend starting. Go through everything you've already written, blog posts, Instagram posts, Facebook posts, even the copy on your website, especially where you're answering frequently asked questions, and just copy, paste, and edit those into emails. I bet you'll have at least a year's worth of email content right there that you do not have to write from scratch. Another important way you can repurpose email content is to simply resend emails that you have sent in the past, especially emails that are what we might consider your core content, or sometimes online it's called content buckets or content pillars. This is the content that you find yourself teaching over and over again. Sometimes it's answering frequently asked questions. That's very common. But this is the essential information that you find yourself sharing with people that helps them understand that acupuncture is a good fit for them and that leads them into making an appointment. And core content is probably like the main focus of your website, right? Um, I think sometimes it's also called cornerstone content on your website. So if you have a specialty, your core content would really be focused on that, on explaining all the things people need to know about acupuncture for this specialty that helps build trust and leads them towards making an appointment, okay? So in a nutshell, that's what core content is. Okay, so I hope this episode has been really helpful and encourages you to get serious about email marketing because I think it will really be worth your effort. Keep these three things at the forefront of your mind. Keep your emails simple, send them consistently, and repurpose content you've already written to make it as easy as possible. If you're interested in my year of email templates, I'll include a link in the show notes. Definitely, if you're worried about having time or mental space to write two emails a month, consider taking a look at the templates and see if they're a good fit for you and your patients. Uh, They take about, I would say, 90, maybe even 95% of the work out of email marketing. And the topics of the emails are primarily pain management, digestion, and anxiety with a couple other topics sprinkled in there. So if you enjoy treating those patients, uh, there's a chance they're a really good fit for your practice. Of course, if you have questions about email marketing or the templates, feel free to send me an email. I'm happy to chat with you, michelle at michellegrassic.com. And I want to throw out there that I have not forgotten about reviewing with you my the results from my Instagram marketing strategy from last November and December. I'm taking a little extra time to evaluate the results because marketing that you did a couple months ago is still having an effect on your practice right now, trust me. So I'm still gathering data and putting my thoughts together for you about what worked, what didn't or what felt like too much work and what I would do again and what I wouldn't. Okay. So that will be coming out really pretty soon in March. So keep your eyes peeled for that or your ears peeled. Keep your ears peeled for that. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. I hope you feel motivated to get visible with your practice this week, hopefully through email, but really in whatever way works best for you. Have a great week. I can't wait to talk to you soon. 